Today's video is all about effective budget planning. So if you think this topic would be useful for you, stay tuned and check this video out. I think this is an absolutely powerful area that if you do not focus on this, then everything else is gonna be a lot harder. So definitely check it out if you haven't got this area sorted already. Okay, let's jump in. Hi, my name is James Corsier and welcome to the Money Paradox podcast. Yes, today's video is all about effective budget planning. And to explain this area more effectively, keyword effectively, we're gonna go through three key important things you need to bear in mind. One, what does success look like when it comes to budget planning? Secondly, why are we budget planning? And then thirdly, how do we actually do it? We need to get all three things right to make sure we are successful in this area. Now, before I go into each of these areas, Guys, if you have liked this video, please do like it, subscribe so you can check out my other videos. Please do share it with anyone else that you know would definitely benefit from a little help in the area of budgeting. And lastly, please comment. Let me know what you think. Any other future videos, give me a shout out and I'll make sure to do those in future. Right, let's jump into the actual video. First area is all about what does success look like? Because if we don't have a clear view of what the outcome is, what we're trying to get to, then the budgeting is gonna be a bit vague. It might not actually help us achieve what we want. So we wanna get super clear on that. And if you think about it, why are we budgeting? Well, we're budgeting for probably a much bigger purpose, a much bigger vision of what we want our life to look like. And that might feel a bit of a stretch you know we're sitting here thinking oh we just need to get our finances in a bit of a better shape so we've got a bit more control over it but why we do most things really comes down to our ultimate vision for our life our purpose right the direction in which we want to go in and fundamentally money whether we like it or not is a scarce resource for most people and when it is not going well, it makes a lot of difficulty in our lives, it creates a lot of restriction, but when it's going well, and we've got our money dialed down and we have access to money to buy, to spend on the things that are important to us, then our life is much more effective, we get to have a much better life, we get to do the kind of things that we want to do. And that leads us to what we ultimately want from life, right? So that might sound a little bit general, a little bit vague, but really it is as important as that. Money is super important. It's probably one of the most scarcest resources for most people and that's why it's so important to budget. And to be honest, even for people that are very financially successful, millionaires, billionaires, even those guys budget. Might be hard to believe and yes, some of those guys don't. But the ones that are financially successful, that have made it through hard work, through building up great businesses, great financial wealth, it's because they've got very strong financial discipline. Focus on the word discipline. And a guy, Jocko Willink, highly recommend him if you've never heard of him. But what he talks about is discipline being fundamental to freedom. We all want freedom. 
But discipline is one of the most powerful ways we can get freedom. If you think about it, it's when we have discipline in our life that we are able to then have control over our life. When we have control, then we can get to do what we want and that is what gets us freedom. And if you think about budget setting and following a budget when it comes to money, really is financial discipline, okay? So why do, so not why, sorry. The first area is our purpose. What do we want from the area of budget setting? Well, we want presumably a specific thing, okay? So it's not just about say, I wanna make sure I'm not spending as much money. I wanna have more money at the end of the month, right? It's a bit vague. What is it specifically we want? For example, how much money are we uh, are we wanting to spend each month? Is it 2,000? Is it 1,000? Is it 3,000? Get a very clear number. Because when you have that, you then know, have you been successful that month? Or unsuccessful, right? That allows your brain to not, avoid the fact that you failed potentially, okay? So really get clear, what does success look like for you? If it's 2,000 pounds a month, that's the number. And that's what you're working to each month. And so you know that if you spend less than that each month, awesome, perfect. You know you've done a good job. And then you can keep doing that each month and consistently get there. Okay, so number one is get clear on what success looks like and be specific around that. The second area is have a clear why. Why do you want to set a budget? Why do you want to make sure you're spending £2,000 a month? Well, I hinted at it earlier. You've got a clear vision of what you want from your life and maybe you don't consciously know that, but subconsciously do. Subconsciously, you know what where you want to be moving, what, that you at least what you want to be spending your time doing. And if money feels like it is restricting you in being able to do what you want, then setting a budget, setting some financial discipline will allow you more control, more freedom to do the kinds of things that you do want from your life. So some of the things to bear in mind, right? When you have control around your money and you are setting a budget, it allows you to think, rather than thinking, oh, I want something, I'll spend money and then I can get it you're able to compare. You can say, well, I could go out and buy this one thing, right? Great, and then I'll probably get some value from it. But if I spend that thing on that thing, then that prevents me from buying something else. And then you can say, well, would I rather have that or would I rather have this? And budgeting gives us that perspective, right? So for example, if you're caught spending money, you don't have much control because you're not budgeting. And that prevents you, say, from being able to go on holidays frequently, travel to areas that you want to go to, then that's restricting you in your life. But if you have a certain level of budget and discipline around money, you can say, well, I've set a certain budget so that I have money carved out for something else, a holiday, traveling. Another way to look at it as well is for big end goals, right? So a big thing I am passionate about is building towards financial freedom. And to build towards financial freedom, you need to build wealth, strong, consistent accumulation of wealth, because that's what gives you true financial freedom. 
To do that, you need to be able to save money consistently so you can invest it and allow that money to build. To do that, you need to spend less than you earn. Sounds simple, but for a lot of people, it can be difficult. And budgeting is one of the most simplest ways to be able to do it, not just now, this week, but consistently over the long term to be able to hit those figures, that wealth that you need to become financially free, okay? Last thing I'll talk about is high cost items versus high value items. So when we tend to spend money, we tend to think consciously or subconsciously that by spending money on something, we get value, we get utility, we feel good. And that's true, but this is the key point. When we buy something, the amount of value we get from something can vary enormously, okay? So if you go out and you wanna, I don't know, you're out walking around and you see some cool jeans or a cool bag or whatever, you know, oh, I quite like that bag, quite like those pair of jeans, screw it, I'll buy it. I've got some money in the bank, I'll go buy it. You buy that item, you take it home, you feel good, right? There's a nice feel good feeling. You get value from that item, brilliant. But the next question is, how much value do you get from it? What if you went and bought a second pair of jeans? There were three colors of the same pair of jeans. You liked all three colors. Thought, yeah, screw it, I've got the money for all three. I'm just gonna get it. You get more value, more return, more utility, more feel good feelings from buying those items. But do you get three times the amount of feel good feeling? Maybe. Maybe you get five times. Maybe you're that kind of person. And if you are, great, do it. But for most people, you get a diminishing value return from buying that second, that third pair of jeans. And that is an important concept to bear in mind. Many of the things that you get real true, high value from in your life, cost very little or no money. Think about the friendships, the quality experiences and time you spend with people costs no money, with a little bit as part of that interaction. Many things we spend money on, we spend a lot of money on it, and we don't really get much enjoyment from it. So when we budget, it allows us to think, well, I've got this set amount of money, and when I go out into the world and I'm spending it, because I have to restrict how much I spend, I have to think, well, how do I get the most enjoyment, the most value, from the money I have. And this sounds like a really simple concept, but it is really powerful if you nail it. And people who are naturally very good with money do this subconsciously, okay? So if you know people like this, go chat to them and, and I think you will be surprised at how they think about money. And this really is the foundations of people who are naturally good with money. So if you're not, naturally on that wavelength, when you budget, what it does is it teaches us, it encourages us to think more like this. Even me, I think I'm amazing when it comes to budgeting. I am generally very good in this area, right? That's because that's how I think. But you know what? I used to budget in a lot of detail. I used to get really into it when I was younger. And I got to a certain point where I thought I'd smashed it. I thought I was doing really, really well in this area. You know, I was earning a lot of money. I wasn't spending that much money. So I just didn't bother. I stopped doing it. I thought, I don't really need to. 
But when I went back to check actually how much I was spending, it was a lot more than what I thought I was spending. And that humbled me in this area. Me, many years into budgeting, already very successful in this area, I wasn't doing well in this area. And that's because I wasn't putting my attention to it. I wasn't consistently budgeting. So even me, even after many years of doing very well in this area, even I need to do it much more simply, maybe different to pay potentially where you are right now, but I still need to do it. And that is an important point. When we just check in and we're aware of how much we want to spend versus what we are spending, it allows us to start to think, where do we want to direct our money? And that will direct us to getting the most enjoyment from the money that we have. And a powerful thing I invite you to do is instead of using the word budget, use the word spending plan. Because whilst budget, yes, is true, that's what you're kind of doing, budget for a lot of people has a lot of negative connotations. So you just think of the word, it just feels stressful, it feels restrictive, it feels sacrificial, right? So, you know, you just kind of, as soon as I talk about it, you go to a certain place in your mind potentially where it feels painful, it feels really uncomfortable. So I invite you to use a different word, a spending plan, because that's really what it is. Yes, you could describe it as restrictive, but really when you budget, you're really just putting a plan, a forward view plan on how you want to spend your money. You're in control with what you want to spend your money on. If you want to go out and you want to spend all your money on sweets, go for it. If that's your plan around spending, if that's your budget, if that's how much money you want to spend each week and that's what you want to spend it on, do it. But the key thing is, if you planned it in advance, is that where you spend your money on? And if it wasn't, but then you go to spend it and it's different, that's lack of discipline. That means what you're doing is different to what you actually want from your life. That's the key point. It's not about restriction. It's about making sure what you do in your life is the same as what you want from your life. Think about it. A budget is not restriction. A budget is just making sure you do what you want. So use the word spending plan and I think you can get a lot more from this area. All right, so third area, how? How do we actually put together an effective plan around our spending? And not only that, how do we make sure we consistently do it so we get what we want from this area? We get what is success for us. So the first thing is you want to separate <clears throat> your earning and your spending. A lot of people are constantly moving how much they save, how much they spend versus what they are earning. And it can very much depend on what's going on for them at the time. Now, you can do that. And if that works for you and that's how you want to live your life and it's very much more and it varies hugely, great. And to a certain extent, I encourage that. But if it, that moves a lot, it's very destabilizing and it won't lead to long-term outcomes of success for you, only short-term, okay? So if you think about it, when you're thinking about your earning potential, focus on that itself. How do I maximize the amount of money that I can make in the amount of time that I want to dedicate to earning money? 
Separate to that, how much do I wanna spend versus how much do I wanna save? And how does that compare to what I actually want for my life? Keep those separate, because if we put them together, it will keep relying on each other. So for example, if you find yourself not with, with not very much money, and that's because you spent a lot of money, if you keep them together, you might find yourself going out and trying to earn more money when really it's because you don't have financial discipline and you're not spending your money in a way that you really actually want to spend your money. Okay, so keep them separate because then it allows you to say, is it a problem with how I'm spending my money and do I need to address that? Or is it actually to do with how I'm earning money and I need to address that? I need to work out ways to earn more money and improve that. They're two different strategies, two different things that we can focus on and the ways in which we can improve these areas are very, very different. So keep them separate, have a plan for each. They don't have to be super complicated, but just keep them separate, okay? You can have a little bit of flex depending on your time frames and so on. But on the whole, separate them. Next thing is around timeline. So before I go into this, I think a really important point to make around setting a budget, or setting a plan around spending, is it needs to work for you. You need to vibe with it. And what I mean by that is it kind of needs to, it needs to fit with you. So you might be really into it and you might like the detail, you might like to go through all your figures and how you spend it and put it on a cool spreadsheet and get fancy. Well, to be honest, that's just not you. You just want to keep it really simple. You just want one number and just know how much you've spent. Whatever it is, whatever level of detail, whatever medium you use, I'm going to give you some examples. I'm going to tell you about tools that I've used or a lot of my clients use. But take what might work for you, might not. But that doesn't mean you can't try other things, okay? So if you hear about something I'm talking about, don't just immediately write it off, okay? If what you're doing right now isn't working, you don't have discipline around money, what you spend your money on is not what you really wanna spend your money on, then what are you doing right now isn't working, okay? So I invite you, try something different. Try what I'm talking about, talk to others, experiment until you find something that does work for you, okay? All right, so that's my big caveat. Now let's go into some detail. These are the kind of things that I've noticed works well for me, works well for a lot of my clients. So I think a lot of these things will be helpful. So if you're not trying them before, give them a go. So firstly, timeframes. When you're setting your number around spending, I'd say, have it as a monthly number. And that's because it's a big enough period to have flex within the month. It's a big enough period to, so if, you know, a lot of things can come in and out of, out of your, your bank. Some of those can be very big. And if we work on a weekly number, it can be too, too short a time period to monitor, but also anything beyond a month too big a period to conceptualize. So a month is very powerful, especially as a lot of your ingoings and outgoings will often work on a monthly time scale. If you get paid weekly, all good, just kind of calculate that up to a month and factor that in as part of your monthly figures, okay? So I would set a monthly number about how much you wanna spend, but this is key, monitor it weekly. So don't do it monthly because monthly, 
it's a very long period of time, right? So often we forget a lot of the stuff. And when we do it weekly, it allows us within the month to move, to flex. So, oh, spent a little bit too much money at the beginning of the week. I need to chill out. Oh, I didn't realize I spent that. I need to sort that out. Or actually, you know, I've been very restrictive in the week. I can be a little bit more relaxed. It allows us to flex and tailor how we are spending within the months as we go on, right? So each week, check in, see how you're going. And then at the end of each month, you can do a bit more of a fuller kind of review to see exactly how you've done for that particular month and then look to the following month, right? So set a monthly figure, check in weekly. Next thing is around keeping it simple because whatever you do, you need to be able to do it consistently. And if you don't take anything from this video, take this. Consistency is the most important word when it comes to spending plans and really anything when it comes to the subject of money. Last week I talked about process versus event, speed and patience. Patience and process, these are really key terms when it comes to long-term achievement of what we want from our lives, right? It's that consistent progression towards an outcome that gets us what we want from our life. And it's the same with money. It's that consistent way of spending the amount of money that we want to spend on the things that we want to spend them on to get the most enjoyment from our life while making sure we work towards our financial goals. And so to be consistent, it needs to be done in a way that you're going to be able to do it each week, each month. Because when we tend to start something, if you think about it, I work with a lot of people and probably the biggest thing I see is people starting and then stopping. And, and I can tell right off the bat with strong prediction whether someone is going to follow through or not. And one of the biggest predictions is how extreme those goals are, how extreme their approach is right at the beginning. So let's take diets, for example. When people tell me about a particular diet they're doing that's really quite strong relative to what they normally do, if it requires taking shakes and pills, really restricted calorie diet, it changes their social interactions in a really, really big way, they may well get really, really strong results in a very quick time period. But the majority of the time, that does not lead to strong long-term results. And that's because it's not sustainable, okay? When it takes that much time, when it makes us change how we normally live our lives to that degree, inevitably, we will stop doing it because we can't sustain that, okay? Reality is what will happen is something else will come up in our lives. Either we get bored or some other thing becomes important or urgent will come up. We need to focus our time on that. We will neglect that other thing and we'll just switch off. And at that point, not only do we stop doing it, but we tend to revert back to where we were before very quickly because it was, it's not like we drop down to a slightly lower level. We tend to just drop back to where we were before. And in fact, you tend to get a rebound effect. Many of the times you think about diets, when you do a very strong, very severe diet, people often go back and actually put on more weight than they were before they started that diet. And it's the same financially. If you think about it, if you get really, really strict with your money and then you restrict it a lot and you spend very little money over, say, a month, two months, 
you get this build-up, this build-up of restriction and not being able to spend things. And there's all these things that are kind of being put off that you're not spending. And so when you stop doing that approach, all of a sudden you go crazy. You focus on something else, you're not thinking about money, and then you splurge. You start spending your money on all these different things, you're not thinking about it, you feel like you've earned it. All this weird psychology plays out. And many of the times, you go back to a bank balance that is lower than it was when you first started. And then you think, oh geez, there's shame, there's embarrassment. You think, what's the point? There's frustration. And you just give up on the whole process entirely. So I may be going on about this quite a bit. And that's because if you can just avoid that, if you can just let go of wanting really strong, big results quickly, and you just think, if I had to do this, for the next five years, 10 years, what numbers would I be willing to work towards? What feels like a figure that I could do sustainably and consistently for the long term? And if I pick those numbers, then I know I can just keep doing it. It's not too big a deal. It's not gonna get in the way of my life too much. And I will be able to follow through and get to the results that I want. Yeah, makes sense? All right, good. So consistency, simplicity, big, big area of making sure you get strong uh, results when it comes to making a plan around spending. Another area is accountability. Now, you don't have to do this, but I would highly, highly advise you to do it. I do it and to be honest, I'd say 90% of the people that I see who actually get really good results and actually follow through and get it, do this. It, it really is the minority of people who do it without it. And it takes a kind of a rare mindset to be able to do it with this. And what is it? Well, before I tell you that, guys, if you're really enjoying this video, please do like it. That would be a big, big help. Share it, share it to people that you think would benefit from it. Those that maybe are spending a little bit too much money right now, maybe don't have the same kind of discipline. Go share that video. I think they will find it valuable. Comment. Let me know if you've enjoyed this video. If you want other topics to be covered off, please do let me know. And subscribe. Subscribe to find out on my future videos. I bring them out each week. All right. So the word is accountability. And what I mean by that is get somebody to share this with you, right? Let them know what you're committing to, how much you want to spend each month, what your process is on doing it. Ideally, when you do that weekly review, you want to let that person know, check in with them, let them know how you've done that week. And that will mean that not one, you have to publicly tell that person and that will really force you to get real with how you've done and it will make you do better. But also if you don't, that person then can come back to you. Hey, you didn't reach out to me this week. Did you do it? And then you'll kind of make you kind of get back on track when in those weeks that you might fall off the track, okay? So whoever you pick, it needs to be someone that you trust, you rely on, that genuinely cares about you doing well, all right? So if you've got that accountability partner, perfect. Ideally, either someone that is really good in this area so they can give you a bit of support and guidance in the process or somebody who's doing it as well, right? So you can hold each other accountable. It can be a bit of a partnership. All right. 
Okay, so the last thing I'll talk about is make it public. You don't have to do this, but the more people you talk to about it, family, friends, your partner, the more people you let them know, guys, I've set this budget, I've set this plan around my spending, this is how much I wanna spend, this is how I'm getting on with it, this is why I wanna do it, this is, this is how it links to what I ultimately want for my life. Um, you know, this is how my life's gonna look, you know, if I follow through on this consistently, yeah, this is the kind of level of enjoyment, return, value I'm gonna get if I follow this. I wanna make sure I'm doing this, I'm letting you know so you can check in on me, make sure I'm doing it, you know, see how I'm getting on in a few weeks, months, and uh, just make sure I am progressing in terms of the way uh, where I want to. The more you can do that, the more people are kind of checking in on you, and will help you stay on track, but also the more you will wanna stay on track, because the last thing you will want is in three weeks time, one of your friends coming up to you and say, hey, how's it going with that budget? How's it going with that spending plan? And you're like, uh, yeah, haven't done anything. You know, even just that feeling, that knowing that that's what's gonna play out will make you or push you to do better in this area. All right, guys, so I hope you've enjoyed this video. That is definitely the key things to effective budget planning. It's worked for me. Definitely, definitely highly recommended. And it also has worked for many of the people I've worked with. So let me know how you get on. If you find certain parts of this really valuable, let me know how, uh, how that has made a shift in your life, the kind of returns that you've been getting from this. That will be a big, big value to me. So have a great week and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.